Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. interrupting whatever it is that you're doing i'm sorry <laughs> for some reason Corey wants us to have like professional photos taken for the salon of you and yeah her? uh-huh so she's trying to schedule and to do them so i was just looking at my calendar well, sorry i had to make sure it wasn't on a thursday when we were recording <laughs> yes she keeps That's calling true. headshots why i don't know and she wants to do i mean i'm not against it because i don't have to I like photos of myself, like yeah. any other person, um, yeah. and I don't have to pay anything for them, so it's fine. Oh, well then, that sounds fun. Yeah. Can but... we pretend that I also work there? Yes. Next. <laughs> um, but she wants to do them. The options were, like, in the salon, which is very small, so it would be kind of hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, out on the town. Uh, which I, you know... That's better, but I'm also like I just feel like it's gonna look like a senior photo. Oh, it absolutely will. I don't know how just to like make it not look like a senior photo. Yeah, you should just really lean in to the senior photo. <laughs> yeah, deskness like of a it. senior hairdresser photo. Like, take a bunch of scissors with me. Yeah, just, like, bring all your favorite pose. things. <laughs> yeah, to be overposed. Perfect. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, bring your guitar. All of them. I'll bring, bring all your bases. Three guitars. Yeah. And all my shears. Yeah. And every pet. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it'll be great. I'll look great. Yeah. People will be like, "Who's that bitch? I want her to do my hair." I want her to look how cool she is. She probably got a lot to say. She's got frogs <laughs> on her shoulders. <laughs> oh my god, the cats are trying to eat the frogs. <laughs> Cricket's confused. Pure chaos. <laughs> Yep. Oh my god. She's... This is what you're signing up for when you get your hair done by me. Yeah. Bucket She's... snake. I'm sorry, will the frogs pictured be at the appointment? Yes. <laughs> They're my consultants. If I had my own salon, I would definitely have like an aquarium or something. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. One yeah. day. Yeah, one day. Just have a wall of fish. So one day when we have a bakery salon, we can have that be in between. <laughs> And so then people can have, like, Romeo and Juliet moments where oh they see God. each other for the first time through the aquarium. <laughs> through and the then a shark just comes through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. But it's, like, super romantic because the one person just has their hair up all in foils and they look like an alien. <laughs> and the other person has cream cheese all over their face. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was love at first sight. Perfect. This is a movie that we're writing. Yes. Because we'll never be able to afford this no. to actually happen. But it'll be great. Unless you fuckers <laughs> give us all your money. <laughs> yes. Pay us. Anyway. Here we are. Here we are. Anything new? No. The world feels a little brighter today. It does. Not to talk about current events at all, but everything feels a little better. 
A little less heavy. Mm-hmm. Feels manageable. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the manageable amount of dread. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I'm used to, and I'm fine with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. A world where my frogs will grow up. <laughs> Feels a little safer today. <laughs> Safely send my frog boys to school. Well, those frogs can live up to 15 years. They're going to outlive all my other pets. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's insane. So it really does matter yeah. how politics are going. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it does it's important it is anyway that's great i didn't know that. That's yeah crazy. anything new with you no i <laughs> no <laughs> i'm feeling very old today i slept wrong and pinched a nerve oh, in my shoulder no. and it literally hurt to breathe last night like oh. i had to take very shallow breaths because too deep of breath like yeah i hate that it's insane so i'm feeling a little better today but i was just like god i don't want to be one of those people that's like old. 32 and like yeah. i'm falling up but <laughs> My I'm birthday is it next week. I'm yeah. going to be 33. I guess when this comes out... It'll already be passed. It will have happened. So happy birthday! Oh, thanks. Everybody message us on the Instagram. Say happy birthday to Bug and Snake, which was on the 18th. Yeah. Yeah. It's my birthday. I'm going to go sit in a hot tub with my girlfriend. That sounds dope. Yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Anyway, Bucket Snake, that's you. That's me. You're Meat Wedge. Yeah. What are we doing here today? What are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about Liar Liar today. Yeah. Are you excited? Yes. Is that a dumb question? Yes. <laughs> that was one of the, I feel like one of the first things that like when we moved in together and you were just like, you've never seen. You were so upset. It was a uh, liar, liar, and also Wayne's World. I was amazed that you hadn't seen Wayne's World. Yeah, I've still never seen Wayne's World. Yeah, that's wild. I was like, I how will we get along? feel like. My sense of humor is so based upon. I do, I do feel like I've seen Wayne's World at some point. Yeah. Like, way, way, way long time ago. I mean, but... it may also just be, like, it's so ingrained in our culture. That's true. And you've seen SNL, which is where Wayne's World started. So. Yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I've just seen so many bits and pieces of it, but anyway. we're not talking about Wayne's World. We're talking about Liar Liar. Yes. And I don't know if this episode is going to be enjoyable because I'm going to be so annoying about it because <laughs> I've seen it so many times. Well, I've only seen it the once. Yeah, the once where and I was like, was really good. sit your ass down. Right. This friendship cannot continue until you see this movie. Stare at Jim Carrey in his it suit great. that is too big. I had I knew about it beforehand because I had friends who would make references, like even back when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I don't know what year it came out. I don't either, but yeah, I do remember one specific friend talking about that scene where he's trying to say that the pen is red, and he just keeps <laughs> struggling, and then finally the just like blue. royal blue. So yes, the goddamn pen is blue. <laughs> Um, I guess this is the first one that we're doing that I wouldn't necessarily consider a children's movie. Yeah, but I mean, I just feel like we all watched it when we were kids because it was Jim Carrey. Yeah, which is not necessarily... Kind of a weird thing about Jim Carrey, because I saw all of the Ace Ventura movies when I was a kid, too. And those aren't really kids' movies, either. Mm -mm. I remember being hoarse after watching uh, When Nature Calls. Yeah. Because I had been saying... (laughs) Really? <laughs> so much that it's I, so like, good. ruined my own voice. Yeah. Yes. It's very funny. Yeah, I was an obnoxious child that grew into an obnoxious adult. <laughs> well, at least you're consistent. Gotta stay consistent. But yeah, I don't... I mean, we picked this movie to do because we did Rock-A-Doodle, which was one of your favorite movies growing up, and you remembered all of it. Yeah. So then we were like, let's do one that I remember all of. Yeah. So I can be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. One so, of my best friends when I was a kid, I don't, I, I guess we were in middle school. 
we played basketball together and I would go to her house and we would just watch this movie every time we hung out. Yeah. And there's, um, after the credits, there are bloopers and we would just watch the bloopers and rewatch the bloopers and rewatch them again. And we would just sit there and I'm sure Ashlyn's mom was like, will you please? <laughs> it is, <laughs> as I recall, the best part of the it movie. Is the best I mean, part the, of the, movie. the movie itself is hilarious, but yeah, the bloopers are. There's so many good, memorable parts about that movie, too. Yeah. So, here's what I remember. Actually, you know what? You go first. Yeah, you, we already know that you remember everything, yeah. so. Yeah, um, but I want to show off. I've been purposely not thinking about the plot so I can see if I can remember it on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just remember Jim Carrey is a lawyer, and his son, which is- My his... dad is a liar. <laughs> well, also, yes. A liar? He goes to court and he talks to the judge. Oh, a lawyer. Right. <laughs> you made it 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. He's like, my dad lies all the time and I wish he didn't, basically, is the mm-hmm. plot. And he and his, they're divorced, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. Carrie Ellis is there. Yeah. As his, like, new, as his mom's boyfriend. Magoo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to keep quoting the movie. That's fine. I'm sorry. He's so cute. Like, Carrie Ellis was so he cute. Is. But um, that's basically it. And then Jim Carrey's like, oh, no, I can't lie anymore. That makes my job very hard. Do you remember why he can't lie? No. I mean, it's a wish, right? He like... Yeah, he wishes... It's a birthday wish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he misses his birthday party. Right. But he says he's going to be there. Yeah. And he, he never shows up, so... Yeah. Do you remember the little kid's name? No. It's Max. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yep. For, okay, so for some... People who know me understand why I hate that name so much, but for some context, I have worked at two different dog hotels over a span of three years, and everyone names their dog Max, and yeah. it's so annoying. I was telling my girlfriend this, and I was like, explaining why you have your um, standards for pet names, yeah. you know. And she was like, I don't think I've ever met a dog named Max. And I was like, okay, but then every other dog's name is Bailey. And she was like, I don't think I've ever met a dog named Bailey. And I was like, what kind of dogs do you hang out with? Yeah, she cool ones. <laughs> yeah. She's just not meeting very many dogs. Yeah. So... Yeah, and then, I mean, you, even in, like, Secret Life of Pets, that dog's name is Max, and yeah. in The Little Mermaid, Eric's dog's name is Max, oh, and yeah. it's, it was just really popular. It's a lot, yeah. And uh, it's annoying, because I'm, I'm always just like, you can have so much fun with a pet's name, because yeah. they don't care. Why would you pick something so boring? Well, I feel like in movies it makes sense, because you want your characters to have, like, easy names. Sure. Yeah, that's why no, there's no movie where two people have the same name. That's true. You know, because it's hard to keep up with. Yeah. Even though it happens in real life all the time. Yeah. So Max is like, you know, was an easy common name at the time. Yeah, I just mean in real life. Oh, everybody yeah, in, in real life, yeah, name dog your dog Max. something better. Name your dog something dumb. Yeah. Whatever. I get it in movies, but. Yeah. But yeah, he has the cutest little bowl cut, too. Yeah. Max. Yeah. He's so sweet. I'm just picturing, I don't know who place him but i'm picturing you know like little Cortland mead i don't know who it is like he's uh he's in the little rascals and he plays uh danny in the oh. tv movie series yeah that's cute yeah but that's that's who i picture when i it i mean i know it's not him but the, you know all those little kids like or danny everyone had a bowl cut danny lloyd who played danny in stanley kubrick's the shining just that kind oh, of kid, yeah, like yeah. little white kid with like a little blondish yeah. brown like sandy blonde yeah like, bowl cut, whoever it was like the kid from stranger things yeah. He has the same little bowl cut. Yep. Can't remember his name. Will? Will. Myers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Should I tell you the plot of the movie? I kind of want to see if I can remember it. Okay. Yeah, go. I think I can. So, it starts out with... Oh, I can't... I, 
I can't do it minute by minute. I mean, I think I can, but I won't. But basically, you know, you get the the plot set up that Jim Carrey's character, his name like Fletcher? Fletcher Reed. That's his name. Nice. He is just like a really unreliable dad, but you can tell that like when he and his kid are together, they always have fun. Mm -hmm. It starts out with him like being late to pick him up and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like working on this. He gets assigned this big case that can make him partner. And then his boss-ish tries to fuck him the same night as Max's birthday party. And he's like, if I don't fuck her, I'm not gonna make partner and get this case and blah, blah, blah. Uh And he, (laughs) he calls... To try and tell Max that he's going to be late, but she, like, takes the phone from him and, like, breaks it. Oh. And he's, like, ugh. Or throws it or something. Yeah. So, yeah, but then Max makes that wish that's, like, I wish my dad could never tell a lie just for 24 hours, which was very specific. But also, at least, he's just got to make it through the one day. Yeah, it's not like for the know. rest of his life. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah. But, I mean, there's, there's so many antics that happen in the 24 hours of him trying to, like, right. not tell a lie while he's figuring out that he can't lie like his mom calls and his mom's like oh i thought you were you know in the on vacation for the last month and he has to talk to her and he's like she's like why don't you want to talk to me and he says because you insist on telling me about dad's bowel movement size (laughs) frequency color bye (laughs) that's just a lot of things like that and he like gives himself a little test with the pen that's you know everyone remembers yeah and it's like very unrealistic because of this big case that he got. He has to have today. Yeah. It happens the same day. Right. Basically. They can't postpone it. No. He tries by beating the shit out of himself in the bathroom. <laughs> Do you remember that part? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy walks in while he's like punching himself and he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm kicking my ass. Do you mind? <laughs> and he goes back in and he's like, the judge is like, did you see who did it? And he's like, yeah. He's like, uh. Six feet tall, kind of gangly, big teeth. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, can you keep going? Yes. (laughs) So then he has to figure out how to, you know, get through this case without lying. The case is a a man and woman, and the woman, like, cheated on her husband a whole bunch. And they have recordings of it, and they play the recordings in the courtroom. Yeah, he figures out um, how to win the case, but then he realizes that he's, like, kind of made a mistake because... The woman is pretty terrible, and the husband is going to, like, lose custody of the kids. Mm. And then he starts to feel bad about it, so he, like, goes to the judge and is like, we've made a mistake! And then the judge, like, throws him in jail for contempt of court. And then he misses meeting with Max. Yeah. Um, But he makes bail, and he... The the culmination of the movie is that he gets to the airport. This is pre-9-11. Of course. He gets to the airport and gets one of those, like, uh staircases that you can drive yeah and like gets on the top of it and drives up to the plane while they're like going to take off and he throws a shoe at the like (laughs) the pilots and they like see it so they stop and then he gets hit by the plane basically (laughs) i don't remember but he gets hurt and breaks both of his legs okay but then he's like max i couldn't let you leave i love you oh yeah and then it ends with like he and his mom getting back together Oh, poor Carrie Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a little trying magoo. to be a good... Huh? Yeah. He was a little magoo. Sure, yes. That's the second time you've said that, and it means... <laughs> I just think that's funny. Nothing. Um, okay. I don't remember most of that. Yeah. So, it's been a while since... Yeah. You tied me to a chair, Clockwork Orange style, <laughs> and made me watch it, so... There's so many more just, like, good scenes, but I yeah. didn't want to explain every moment of the movie. Yeah. 
That'd be annoying. That's for no the second half for this of this po- episode. That part of that kind of podcast. <laughs> we'll get into it. <laughs> yes. I'm very excited to watch it because I do remember thoroughly enjoying it, but yeah, I don't remember most of what well, I And so. I've never looked into anything about it, so yeah. I'm excited to like learn about it. Yeah. Learn some interesting facts. Yeah. About it. Yep. Yep. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Facts. To teach bitch. you interesting facts and ruin the movies that you thought you loved as a child. You can still love them. Yeah. Unless we find out that someone is terrible, I guess. Yeah, which we've yet to, which is nice. Knock yeah. on wood. None of the cartoons have been bad people yet. Nope. <laughs> so, before we go watch it, I do have a question. Oh no. Which one do you think you're going to be more obnoxious about? This movie or The Secret of the Ooze? Oh, God. <laughs> well, okay. I think... Liar Liar is a more obnoxious movie. Yeah, that's true. So it lends to being obnoxious when talking about it. Yeah. Secret of the Ooze is like, I don't know. It's just the best movie. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Alright. But I'm also, I mean, I'm just obnoxious. <laughs> in my blood. That's what I do. It's who I am. I'm a snake in a bucket full of obnoxious. <laughs> Something. Something. Juice. Juice. Obnoxious juice. Oh god. Come get y'all obnoxious juice. <laughs> we have to go. Yeah, anyway, let's go watch it. All right, bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, that was a fucking Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> it's the Jim Carreyest movie. The movie is just Jim Carrey. It is. Yeah. Like everything else is just backdrop. Mm-hmm. It's just Jim Carrey. Yeah. And you're like, what is this movie about? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, we're just here to watch Jim Carrey. There's so many shots be. where it's just him by himself for like yeah. ten minutes. Yeah. Yelling. And they're really long shots too. Like the yeah. camera doesn't cut out. It's just him showing off. Right. For like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but, you know, other people, of course, like any movie, other people were like possibly yeah. in line for this role. And it's like, no, that would not have been. No. I don't think it would have been nearly as successful. There is one that may have worked. Yeah. But that's it. All right. So the plot for Liar Liar. Yeah. It also happens. A fast track lawyer can't lie for 24 hours due to his son's birthday wish after he disappoints his son for the last time. <laughs> That sounds ominous. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and then his son murders him at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's this no. or death, Dad. Figure it out. <laughs> Cake or death. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen this movie so many times that I 
sat down to watch it and started to take notes and I was like, I'm just saying the Why? lines along with the movie, yeah. so it seems silly. Right. Like, it seems important to take notes when we're watching movies that, you know, we don't remember. Sure, yeah, but of course. I was just like, I remember how he pronounces things. Yeah. No, that movie is that in I've, your brain. I've seen it so many times. Yeah. Well, I've seen it twice, Like, so I did take notes. That he says process instead of process. Like, huh. I remember that. Yeah. It's probably because he's Canadian. Is he? Yeah. Huh. I feel like that's a thing I knew and then immediately forgot, but... Yeah. I know a lot about Jim Carrey now. Yeah. Well, because I was trying to do research for this movie and it's just like, it's just Jim Carrey. Right. (laughs) I read a list of 10 things you don't know about Jennifer Tilly, but none of them were super interesting, so... She's She's, an avid poker player. She's real hot. Was (laughs) that that one of the things? Everyone knew that. That's not on that list. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These are things you didn't know about. Does she always dress like... A couch. A couch. <laughs> Upholstery. That's, that is in my notes twice. I was like, Jennifer Tilly looks like a couch. And I was like, oh, she looks like a different couch today. <laughs> Power suit upholstery. Yeah. <laughs> Elaine Bryant collection. Yes. That's furniture, right? No. Oh. Who am I thinking of? Doesn't matter. Lazy, anyway. Lazy boy. <laughs> Lazy boy no. power suit. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, anyway, what it notes is, did you take? Tell me. Uh, I want to know your thoughts. It's great. I mean, I, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. That's the end. No, the it's fun. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, I was trying to remember for so long who, I was like, I've seen this little boy before. Yeah. But I haven't. Yeah. Um, I think it's just because he looks so much like a young Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Like, he could be an Olsen. Oh, yeah. Well, he kind of, and he, and he kind of looks like the twin boys, um, from Full House. Mm-hmm. Like, he has that haircut. Mm-hmm. He was on Full House. That little boy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. At oh. some point, he's on Full House. So, But, but he doesn't play the twin It's boys. just him, yeah. He doesn't have a brother, I don't think, so yeah. he's just on it. I always thought it was funny that, like, they have one, they have a set of <laughs> twins to play one kid, and then they just have twins later. Right. Yeah. Like, you could have just... Maybe they were like, yeah, this was a silly idea, we'll just have twins now. Yeah. <laughs> um, But it's just that, that same haircut. Yes. The bangs. That yeah, that get, are like, so in your it. eyes. It's like, but almost. it's not quite a bowl cut because it's also long in the back. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. Yep, just there to frame your face. Like I want long hair, but it's in my face basically. Is yeah, because I'm a little kid and I I can't. Yeah, I just let it be in my face. Right. And so the parents are like, well, <laughs> just, we'll cut just cut your face cut, out. We'll just... <laughs> yeah, cut your face out. We'll put the bowl over your face. Oh, <laughs> cut, cut around, around it. Um, he's very cute. I love all the nicknames that maximilian he has for max factor i think mm-hmm. is my favorite one yeah, max factor is cute too but yeah they're all just so cute their relationship is really cute it is yeah. he he when is a he really good shows dad. up he is yeah. yeah good with his kid and even like he has so much patience when he's with him mm-hmm. and even when he like has to work he like really does explain it to him yes you know and i don't think yeah. even like even aware, non-divorced, whatever parents, like, are not good at doing that a lot of the time. Right. No. You know? Yeah, for him to be, like... Sit him down and be like, I really want to spend time with you, but, like, I have to do this yes, for work. You but, know? but I'll be there tonight. You know, I'll be yeah. there at your... Whatever. Yeah. But I won't actually be there. Right. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. See, it's... Yeah, we'll talk about all these things when we get to the essay that I wrote about Fletcher Reed. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for all these opinions. Um, But yeah, so we'll just go through it real quick. I guess because I mean it's the the plot is pretty basic, you know. The he's plot just is like, so basic. Yeah. You meet this dude, and he is a very good lawyer. Yeah, but my dad is 
a lawyer trying to be a partner in the firm that he's in and so he's trying to work extra hard and you know not saying no to anybody and yep um and his kid is just like you know i wish my dad would stop yeah would spend time with me me, would be more reliable right yeah yeah he keeps letting his kid down and so his birthday wish is that his dad couldn't lie for 24 hours which is as i stated previously very nice of him to put that just for a day (laughs) yeah Yeah. just for one day because he could have really really just fucked him up really ruined his life forever and then so that happens yeah and he can't tell a lie can't tell a lie (laughs) that's basically it and so yeah go through his whole day right and so he uh but he has like a giant it's you know big very important case that he's trying to work on and uh he knows is a lie yeah he the only way he can win is by lying right yeah and he can't even the, the stipulations of the curse are very interesting yeah um that he can't even ask a question if he knows that the answer is a lie. Yeah. Which is like, okay. When he's talking to his, he's explaining it to his secretary. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, just one of those 24 hour things, I guess. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I hear those are going around. Yeah. He's like, you don't believe me. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he wins the case anyway, but then has this big change of heart where he's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this sort of thing because I'm helping terrible people. Yeah. To win, and I should be spending more time with my son. And then, uh. I hold myself in contempt! Commits all kinds of acts of domestic terrorism. <laughs> and, and, uh, defies the laws of physics. Yes. To stop a plane and tell his son that he loves him. Yep. The, uh, that everything's fine. Unless you're Carrie Ellis. <laughs> Things are not fine. He takes it pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, of course he does, because he's a rug. Man, I was watching He's a Rug here. <laughs> I was watching that, and I was like, God, Carrie Ellis is really hot. Yeah. And he's so good. At, he's not attractive in that movie, but it's just good the way he's being. Like, he's just doing such a good job being that way. Yes. He, he's wonderful. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's yep. that. My yep. favorite things were when Max realizes that his wish has worked, and the questions that he asks yeah. are so cute. Yes. Is wrestling real? Yeah. On Channel 23? No. At the Olympics? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I keep making this face, will it get stuck that way? Yeah. No. And in fact, some people make a good living doing that. Right. I can't imagine who he was referring to. Not sure. At that time. <sighs> My teacher says that real beauty's on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> That's just something ugly people say. I love when he surprises himself yes. with stuff, too. Yes. The <laughs> face like, that he makes oh. afterwards, like, ah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> That's and that's another thing is that it's interesting that not only can he not lie, but apparently he can't keep his mouth shut either. Like right. he has to say everything that pops yeah, into his brain, and not even just say things, but like his reactions to things. Like he can't hold in. Like when he's in court, yeah, you know, the first time, and he's like, you know, just making stupid faces <laughs> and like <laughs> to the I, judge is like, yeah, that's how he feels on the inside, but he knows better to like keep right, it in, yeah, keep yeah. keep comp- but he can't. You just can't do it. Yeah. I did write, why does he have to be so loud? (laughs) Just because it's Jim Carrey. But it's like, okay, you have to tell the truth, but you don't have to shout it. (laughs) I guess that's his brain. It's just like, that's his brain. That's what's going on in his brain at all times. It's just fucking loud. Yes. Yeah. You have to tell the truth and loudly. And you have to do it at the volume that you're hearing it. Yes. In your own brain. Yeah. Uh, His secretary is the best secretary in the world. Yeah, Greta's great. And she should be getting paid twice as much as she is getting paid. Yes. There was a thing that I I hate it when, and I know why they did it logically, but 
in in the universe in the moment why would she buy herself a present wrap it okay first of all i did see her note and bring i it to have work. to stop you there <laughs> she definitely bought those presents at a department store where they will wrap it for you especially in the 90s that was a huge thing. sure sure except yeah. so she you can go it. you don't need to wrap that one yeah but and then she brings it to work free. still wrapped yeah hasn't opened who knows she probably bought these a week ago the only like plot hole that like because she knows really got stuck on well not, not stuck on <laughs> I'm but <just> kidding. <laughs> it just it's so like i it's the reason that they did it is so that he can snatch it out of her yeah. hands and give it to miranda right. so in the movie it makes sense yeah but for greta to have done all those things doesn't make any sense what would have made more sense is for her to like hold up her shiny new bracelet and be like right. you already bought me a present yeah. or whatever yeah that would have made the most sense yeah. but I'm just like, if you think about logic, like, she wouldn't have done all this. She's got it hidden. It just There's not like a lot of logic in this movie. That's true. So he gets he gets cursed. Goes through a lot of shenanigans. What's the first thing that happens? His, he wakes up next to Miranda and she's like, that oh, was yeah. great. How was it for you? And he's like, I've, I've had better. I've had better. And then he like thinks it's funny later. You know, he's like, ha ha ha. Wow, that's so funny that I said that. Yeah. Like, he doesn't realize yet. And right. then he gets on the elevator with the new girl that lives in his building. Yes. Tells her about her boobs. <laughs> well, that's because you have huge jugs. I mean, I want to squeeze them. I mean. <laughs> I mean. He gets slapped like... in this movie so much. I love yes. it. Yeah. And then he gets to work and does the whole thing where he's like walking past all the people that he walked past in a previous scene. Yes. But being honest with them this yes. time. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Reed. Do you like my new dress? Whatever takes the attention <laughs> off your face. <laughs> I have a note about her that says she looks like Angelica Pickles' doll Cynthia. <laughs> oh, she does. She's trying. She's trying. What law firm was like, yes, yeah, so we want our front desk girl to have this hair. <laughs> and what Ellen. hairdresser was like, that's just a hairstyle that you wear for like a few days. That's not like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's the next day. Yeah, that's true. So. But she just was like, I went to the salon and got this done. Because he said it accentuates my facial features. You know, right. like, it's just like, you, I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's hair in this movie is strange. It's it's the uh, it's the NCIS <laughs> argument all over again yes. that no professional <laughs> firm would let her look like that. Yes, exactly. So yeah, that that was one plot hole that really annoyed me. But what are, do you have some others? Yeah, that... I feel like that one's so minor compared to like the two that I just noticed. There are definitely like glaring. Through. Yeah. So, t- okay, tell me. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, you're so distracted by what Jim Carrey's doing, beating the shit out of himself. You're mm-hmm. not, like, thinking about, you know, the actual plot of the movie. Um, right. Okay, first of all, there's no reason for Fletcher to freak out about Mr. Cole losing his kids. Because they haven't had the custody hearing. Like, that was not about the custody hearing. That was about her getting money. Yeah. The custody hearing is, like, in a week or something. You know, that's when you go, like, fight right. for him to have some custody. I think that was just the thing that made him realize that he was causing a bunch right, of Right, but him freaking out then doesn't do any good except to get him thrown in jail. You know, like, yeah. he can't... Like, and the law is that she was underage. She couldn't enter into a prenuptial agreement under 18. Right. Like, the judge can't do anything about that. that and that has nothing to do with anybody keeping their kids. You know, like... Yeah, The that's judge true. couldn't be like, well... For this time, because this guy's a good dad, we'll let him keep some more money. Yeah. You know, like... I think it was just that he convinced her that she... 
the fact that they were in court at all like he i think yeah. he was just like we shouldn't be here at all yeah and i shouldn't have emboldened her to feel like she was a victim right but and the, because of that she's the judge like can't change his ruling I'm gonna, no yeah, that's him, that's true him yelling at the judge is really a plot hole de- plot device for him to get thrown yes in, which in jail once court is no longer in session a judge cannot hold you in contempt of court anyway oh that's so funny. he would not have been able to put him in jail at all yeah because it was all over and he was just He's no longer there in like a lawyer capacity. He's right. just there as a dude, and, and the judge would be like, "The judge, is the judge could probably like have the bailiff drag him out of there, yeah. but you can't throw him in jail for that." Interesting. So good to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, because I was also reading about things like that and and the law surrounding it. Yeah. Um, because she was seventeen when she got married, their whole marriage should have been annulled because a marriage is also a contract that you cannot enter into oh. legally, and so she should have gotten. None Nothing. money. Yeah. Because technically they shouldn't have been married in the first place, so. Interesting. Yeah. The whole movie! Legally! <laughs> well, not the whole movie, <laughs> just the case. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then the second thing was that there's really no reason for him to, like, go to the airport to stop the plane. Because they're just going to visit. Like, they're yeah. going to go look at houses. Right. They're not moving immediately. Right. You know, like, it would probably... He could have just let he, him go. She has to sell her house. Yeah. They have to pack. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. They're just going for, like, a weekend. Right. He's coming back. It's just that grand... Ge- you know, it, yeah, it's if she a finds gesture. a house that she loves and then it's like, oh, I could really see myself... Once I think <laughs> it's kind of once she's out of his, like... Yeah. What am I looking... What's the word I'm looking for? His, like, influence? Right, yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's like, oh, he is insane, you know? Like, because she yeah. clearly still likes him. Yeah. You know, even when they talk at the beginning of the movie. And, like... <laughs> They're jabs against each other. Yeah. Funny. And, but so once once he's, like, no... Once he's out of sight, it, you know, it could definitely be like, oh, look at this house. I could really see, you know, and yeah. that might solidify that. here is so calm. Right. Yeah. That, that might really solidify that move for her. Yeah. more in her brain so yeah. i can see and plus him just being like i gotta go right now you know i have to I no more waiting son... around no more pushing things off no more i'll do it later down again yes because he thought i was gonna be there right but i got arrested yes so i'm gonna be there mm-hmm. come hell or high water yeah and he was so he's a mess, <laughs> he's a mess. come hell or high water or plane <laughs> taking off or <laughs> yeah, two broken cares? legs or right how long like okay this was in 97 so maybe you don't get thrown in guantanamo bay for stopping a plane sure but you still go to jail but yeah and then the epilogue is like one year later so he wasn't in jail for very long if he did yeah well he knows some very good lawyers true although i think he got fired yeah (laughs) for sure yeah i think i just got fired isn't it great yeah i love my son (laughs) Greta's like oh okay (laughs) okay yes um let's hear your essay I'm it's ready. just well the my first initial thing is like this movie is great and it's fun and it's fun to watch but it's not like the heartwarming tale that it like tries to imply that it is yeah. because of all those things where it's just like none of this had to happen yeah but okay anyway i'm just i'm not yeah I'm the, just going to get it's it. well it's the it's that the the conflict of the plot yeah is just him as a person like right. he is the problem that is the thesis of my essay is that <laughs> Fletcher Reed just sucks. He's yeah. just a shitty human being. Yeah. And the problem isn't really that he's a liar. The problem is that he's a terrible person. Yeah. Because, all right, my first point, he is constantly letting his son down. Yes. Which That's is terrible. That's the point of the movie. 
He's a four-year-old little boy, then five-year-old little boy. Like, you can't be letting him down. But, like, in his defense, I do think that he intends to do the things that he says he's going to do. He does want to go pick him up. He does want to take him to wrestling. He does want to do all those things. It's not, he's not lying about those things. Right. He's. That's not a lie. Yeah. It's just that he is way more committed to his job Mm -hmm. and has a hard time or doesn't even try to say no. You know, when you see him the first time you see him on like the courthouse steps and he's, she's like, Hey, do you want to talk to these people? Yeah. And he's like, no, I got to go spend time with my son. And she's like, but it's blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, how do I look? Like he barely tries to like, you know? Yeah. Well, in, in his small defense, I will say, you know, he, he lost his wife and child and maybe he's trying to make up for that emptiness in his life with his job. Sure. You know, and he's going too hard on it. But his child is still around. Too, yeah. And so he's going so hard that he is losing time right. in the Yeah, which he realizes present. at the end. Sure. Yeah. And I think him saying, um, when he's, like, begging Audrey to let him, like, try again, and he says, let me try to be the father I started out to be, mm-hmm. I think really suggests that, like, he wasn't always shitty. Right. He just, like, has gotten that way. Sure, except... They've been divorced for two years. Yeah. So he clearly was shitty before then. Right. I mean, you know, you don't just like... Yeah, but he may have been a better father. Sure. Yeah. But probably just because they lived in the same house. Maybe. (laughs) And he had to hang out with him because he was right there all the time. Yeah. He didn't have to go pick him up. Anyway, my second point is that he is rude to Audrey, which from... I'm pretty sure there's a line where she alludes that he had cheated on her. Yeah, he says... um... He's asking her if she and Jerry have sex. Right. And he, she's like, yeah, we've been together for seven months. What do you think? And he says, oh, well, I was hoping after me you wouldn't have any energy left. And she says, well, you have to remember when we were married, I wasn't having nearly as much sex as you. Yes. Yes. So he cheated on her. <laughs> Just let me quote a whole fucking Thank scene. Thank you. I was pretty sure. I was like, maybe I made that up, but I'm pretty sure that he cheated on her. Yes, he definitely did. And now he is rude to her? Like, you are the reason that this marriage fell apart. I mean, I just feel like you that's don't their... get to be snarky at back her. back and forth, though. Yeah, but some of the things that he says to her are very, like, he's. you can tell that he's, like, meant to be, like, cheeky, like, haha, I'm just having a good time. It's like, yeah. no, you're actually being a dick. And yeah. you I just think that's caused their this. relationship, though. Sure. Well, yeah, because she clearly is still into she him. She gives it back, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and then for him to still refer to her as his wife, even though they've been Jerry, divorced for two years. Enjoy my wife. Yeah, rude. You don't own her, buddy. She left. She's gone. It's you a know, joke. Let her go. He's joking. Yes. <laughs> In front of their son. Third point. Rude to his secretary, who yeah. does everything for him. Yeah. Goes above and beyond. Does she need to buy his son presents? No. No, no she doesn't. But she does because but he bought her a present. He know. Yeah. <laughs> Which he immediately takes away from her. I do want to know if Miranda liked it. Like, what was it? It was such a weird gesture. For one. Two. Yeah. And then two, did she open it later and go, what the fuck? This is clearly for an old lady. It also, yeah. It also makes me wonder, like. (laughs) was it? Is that the normal, like, culture of a law firm? Yeah. Like, do lawyers treat their secretaries that way? Like, is that normal? I have no idea. Or is this just, like, an exaggerated version of the world? I don't know. I, I did read something that was, like, if he's an associate and not a partner, he wouldn't have his own office. Mm. Like, he wouldn't have a big fancy office and yeah. he wouldn't, like, so, probably not, but. I don't know anything about lawyers, He so. needs the space <laughs> to himself to have, like, a yeah. crisis, so. Well, yeah, to uh, fuck his boss and then 
Right. Well, that's in her office, right? No. Because it's his phone that gets fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's in his office. It's so weird that they're still there. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't know when. Did they, like, spend the night on the floor of his office? That's so I don't think so. Because he made the wish at 8.15. Okay. And then they're just kind of laying there having yeah. a good... Because he wakes up at his house and brushes his teeth. That's true. Because he brushes his teeth so aggressively. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, Better. I can't look. <laughs> yes. Fourth point. <laughs> In he, this essay. He is very good at his job, but his job is to be a terrible person. Yes. Like, he defends terrible people. I mean, you get... Not only does Jennifer Tilly suck... But, you know, you get the impression that, like, when Greta's giving him the rundown of people that called, he has these clients who, because he keeps getting them off, keep committing crimes. Stop breaking the law, <laughs> asshole! Yes. <laughs> and then that deleted scene. Yeah, which is on YouTube. Which is on YouTube, and we'll we'll link it where he... That scene is so funny. Like, it didn't really fit with the rest of the movie, and I knew why it was taken out, but, yeah. like, it's just him defending his one client who yeah. keeps knocking over ATMs. Yeah, and beat the shit out of an old man yeah. and stole his car. Yeah. And, and then just like... beat up a cop yeah. <laughs> trying to arrest him. Which, that it was funny until he pointed into that into that woman's face. And she's got, like, black eyes. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah, but it is funny because he's like, you strap on the gun and you're a loose cannon. It's... We all know how cops are. And I was like, oh, shit. It's true. I have a note here that said, that buff guy beat up that old man and that old lady. And Fletcher said, he was trying to help. Also, all cops are bastards. Yes. <laughs> That's very funny. So, yeah, he's just, the people that he defends are terrible and he allows them, he helps them to do terrible things. And, yeah. Which I know is his job and I know that you can appeal your case if you feel like your lawyer didn't defend you. Yeah. Like vigorously enough. Right. But he really gets into it. He does. <laughs> he's like, a ham. He's like a theater yikes, kid that ended right? up in law school. <laughs> and then I think my biggest point is that all of his inner thoughts are mean. Yeah. When he's forced to tell the truth for 24 hours, he doesn't say one nice thing to anyone. Yeah, he's never like, truthfully, I think that you're a wonderful secretary. Right. He's like, truthfully, I... Greta drags him into that boardroom and he roasts every Miranda. single... Per- yeah. yeah, sorry. Every single person yeah. at that table. And everything he says is mean. So it's like, tell these people what you really think about them. Not one nice thing it's just like this is what's going on in your brain all the time then it's a good thing that you can lie (laughs) it's it's a good thing you didn't tell randy that he's not worth memory like remembering his name it's a good thing you didn't tell that guy that he's which does say that he has some sort of moral compass to know exactly so he's not a super bad person like i i know that it's just he's kind of a dick because like even if you were to argue like well he just lies to those people to not make waves at work he also lies to that homeless guy who he thinks is gross and tells him straight to his face like i think homeless people are disgusting or whatever yeah well he's just like i just want to get from my car to the office without having to be confronted with the decay of western society exactly <laughs> so he's got no if he's just a total asshole he's got yeah. no motivation to not say that well he's that also guy. saying a lot of shitty stuff about himself too yes which well, is mis- says- I'm a bad father, yeah. and then is surprised because he father. knows that it's true. Yeah. That's so awful. I know. There's, he says a couple of things, like, one to the homeless guy where he says, because I'm cheap! Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an inconsiderate asshole! Yeah. <laughs> and he, th- these are my counterpoints to myself, oh, he's an incredibly good, good. dad. Yes. Like, 
he, yeah, like we already talked about, he connects so well with his son. Like he knows, you know, how to talk to him on an appropriate level and mm-hmm. like explain things to him. And like, it's just the he's, fact that and he he's works never, so yeah, he's never dismissive of him. No, he's yeah. not. He's not rude to him. Yeah. You know, he's not. So, I mean, truly Max's wish kind of doesn't make sense because. Well, Max doesn't understand that like he intends to be a good dad. He's just. But I mean, I don't know. Max doesn't really even know the scope of his lying, I guess, is my right, point. Yeah. You know, like, all the things that he lies about. Like, most of those things Max doesn't even... Because he's pretty honest with Matt. You know, I, need, yeah. I wanted to do that, but I needed to work. Yeah. You know, so... Mommy lies. Daddy lies. Even the wonderful Jerry lies. <laughs> but you're the only one that makes me feel bad. No, God, I know. That was so hard. <laughs> like, oh, That part's very cute. Yes, it is. It hurt my feelings a little. It did. It hurt my feelings for two reasons. One, because of that line. And two, I was like, nobody's going to eat that cake. And then he accidentally he smashed smushed it. it. <laughs> he bought a whole cake. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Just to get him to re-wish. Yeah. That's okay. So that's my... The, obviously, you can't... The, the nuance is going to be lost on a five-year-old. But yeah. the point necessarily is not that he's a liar. The point is just that he's just kind of a bad person. Yeah. So, which I guess he fixes, but he doesn't necessarily fix we don't know that he's gonna fix the things about him you know i mean he lost his job so i guess he can't work yeah too hard anymore yeah he but can like, start his own firm i guess he still needs a job yeah so he can pay off everyone who got his car out of impound and then yeah paid his bail his and medical bills all his medical bills breaking sure both of his legs he owes money for getting arrested all those unpaid parking tickets oh god i have <laughs> be gentle so he's just not i mean he's a likable dude because it's jim carrey and he's yes. so delightful but like <laughs> as a person like he's not it's not great he's a mess he's a mess he's very entertaining though yeah he is and i don't know i watched some behind the scenes videos of you know when they were filming it and i was like god jim carrey would be so annoying yeah to be around yeah he said that he was just physically exhausted every day when he went home from shooting yeah, he because he got so into it. And throwing like, himself into it. Just who you are. Like, yeah. You're just like that. But all of that being said. Yes. Definitely a replay. I mean, it's still great. And it's oh, fun. Yeah. And I love it. I could just close my eyes and replay it right now. <laughs> I'm watching it. I'm not listening to you. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> I'm watching it in my brain. I do have to say one more thing about the plot that Please. I didn't really ever think about. But okay. I'm very glad for. Okay. Is that they never explain why the wish worked. Yeah, and they did that on purpose. Yeah, because they were like, they were like, what it, kind of fucking rabbit hole would you have to go down? Yeah, it opens the door for, like, questions and convoluted, like, like, no, you know what? It just does. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I think that's great. No, that's I a like, very good choice, because that's not the important part. Yeah, they didn't feel necessary to, like, mm-hmm. go into any of that at all. Yep. And the next birthday, when he makes a wish, he's just like, no, I just want rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> same also a very 90s thing yes very but yeah i did i did love that part but i also think it's funny that like i never even questioned it yeah i've seen the movie hundreds of times probably and i was never like wonder why the curse worked well i think i think that by not explaining it they do kind of because they don't explain it and because they don't even try it they're just like nope move on yes. it, just, it worked and now we're dealing with the fallout so yeah it's, that's a very good um i really like the when, way to handle it when any movie does that like when you're kind of, like, thrown into a story and you don't get any of, like, the background at all, you're just, like, yeah. like especially, I don't know, like, a zombie movie or something, like, there's no, like, lead up. You're just, like, oh, right. there are zombies. There just are, and now yeah. we're dealing with it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about how they 
Yeah, I like I like stories like that. Yeah. I think it's cooler. Yeah. Yeah, not everything needs to be explained. Nope. Like why Jim Carrey's suit was too big. We don't need to know. <laughs> because the nineties. The nineties, yes. I did love the costuming. Yeah. Like it was very like I feel like it could not have cost very much money to make this movie. Right. Like paying Jim Carrey was expensive. Yes. And then everything else was probably <laughs> Yeah, I mean really they had to build a couple sets. Yeah, just a few. But had to build a whole fake bathroom for him to throw himself around so that yeah. he didn't get hurt. Yeah. Because <laughs> he actually beat but, himself up. Yep. Yeah. So everything's made of, like, rubber and stuff. But... Yep. Rubber toilet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised that he did. You know, they were like, no, those aren't sound effects. That's just Jim Carrey. Beating the shit out of himself. Beating the shit out of himself. It's like, yeah, man, you don't have to do that. We can fix it in post. But, like, he's like, no, 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 no. I have the energy. Please. It's fine. It's um, me. Jim Carrey in my prime. <laughs> Allow me. So the yeah, it's it's a replay for both of us. It is a replay for most of the world. Yes. It got a eighty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Still. Jim Carrey was nominated for Best Actor in Comedy. Nice. It grossed three hundred and two million dollars worldwide when it came out. Whew. Yeah. yeah. At thirty one million in the first week. Yeah. Which is Yeah, back in nineteen ninety seven when like movies cost four dollars. <laughs> More. I feel like 31 million in the first week is more than all the other movies combined <laughs> that we've done so far. <laughs> Maybe excluding Babe. Yeah, Babe like... <laughs> probably is about the same, but <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, this movie made five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> this movie bankrupted several people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, they paid Jim Carrey 20 million yeah, to do Yeah, he this was movie. the first person to be paid that much for a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the Roger Ebert's review I thought was really good. It said, um, the screenplay takes this simple premise and applies it to the lawyer's workday. I can imagine the idea of getting old really fast with a lesser actor, but Carrie literally throws himself into the story. Yes. Yeah, because the premise of the movie isn't really that interesting. No. And it, I think it could have been super boring and yeah. a super big flop if it wasn't him. I and also really forgettable. have this little Roger Ebert quote because he had just, you know, he like reviewed it favorably and he had just recently reviewed Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura and both of them negatively. And he said, I am gradually developing a suspicion or perhaps it is a fear that Jim Carrey is growing on me. Yes, I love that. (laughs) Like, how can you not love I can, I can see how you Um, wouldn't love him, but. Yeah, Roger Ebert was actually really nice to him on this one. Yeah. But it's because, like you said, you know, he had just reviewed those movies, but he had just reviewed them because Pet Detective came out in 1994. The Mask came out in 1994. Dumb and Dumber came out in 1994. Damn. All three of those movies came out in 94. Batman Forever came out in 95. Yeah. The second Ace Ventura came out in 95. Oh my god. And then The Cable Guy came out in 96. <sighs> like, those three- Let Jim Carrey sleep. Right? <laughs> but like, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, and um, The Mask, all in the same fucking year. That's correct. I mean, I guess they came out in that year. It doesn't necessarily mean he was filming them in that year, but- no, but he probably still was so much work. Yeah, yeah just working up on until them. that point. Yeah, because they're not. I mean, the mask, I guess, has some yeah. special effects, but the other two, you, you know, you kind of just right film. <laughs> still gotta. It takes time. Edit it, and but stuff. yeah, it's not like an animated movie that takes five years. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's true. But yeah, he's just like working constantly, and all those movies came out in the same year. So like, the world is just like staring at Jim Carrey. Yeah. And Roger Ebert is like, <sighs> I am so sick of this dude. He wore him down. Jim Carrey wore him down. I read that like, you um, love me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love me. I doubt he said it that quietly. <laughs> um, 
I read that he took the role because he was so excited to be offered to play just a normal person. Yes, he was. It was the first hair. movie. Yes, where he didn't have to have makeup. He didn't have to have hair. He was just yeah. like, I can just brush my hair and yeah. go, you know, I have to do this crazy. Yeah, which I think just speaks to like this is your version of a normal person. Yes. <laughs> well, the role is of a normal person, yeah. and then Jim Carrey turned it into. Even before that. he like can't lie, he's still not normal. No. Yeah. But I just love that. <laughs> it's okay, I'm gonna play a normal person. Whoa! Right. <laughs> <laughs> the New York Times review when it came out said, "Well into his tumultuous career, Mr. Carey finally turns up in a straightforward comic vehicle, and the results are much wilder and funnier than this mundane material should have allowed." Yes. Which I feel like is just the best. Yeah. Way to sum it up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is why. They also considered Hugh Grant. Yeah, that for this one, role like, would have been so boring. I'm sorry, I love Hugh Grant. He's very I handsome, too, but he's not funny. No, I mean, me, you know, maybe a not, sensible chuckle here and there, but yeah. like not. And then um, I couldn't imagine him right in it at all. Also, Steve Martin, which yeah, maybe would have been would okay. Have worked, yeah. yeah, and then also it um, would have been very different, but he still could have done it because he he also does a lot of like slapstick comedy yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So it still would have been good, but yeah. Not, you know, not quite the same. Yeah. There was also a while where Disney was considering just the idea of the story mm-hmm. and Goldie Hawn was supposed to play what the main character. No. Yeah. It's like that would have been, they Unless probably could has... still make that movie because it would have been an entirely true different Yeah, movie. it would have been so different. But what if, like, she just like is that character, like still has an ex-wife <laughs> in 97. Nothing has changed. It's just Goldie yeah. Hawn instead. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. She is wearing those suits also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Jennifer Tilly is just <laughs> hitting on her all the time in her carpet wear. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about how great Carrie Ellis is in this movie. Yes. It's such a small part, but it, he does such a good job. He says that people still come up to him and do his version of the claw. <laughs> Look out, young man. <laughs> oh, you're scared. <laughs> Oh, it's scary. Here it comes. The claw. Oh, look out. Watch yourself. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) To get into character, he bought inspirational self-help books from Sky Mall. (laughs) That's, I mean, it's the most Jerry thing I can think of where he'd just be like, he's, you know, he's on his way to Boston and he's just like, oh, I'm going through a rough patch. Yes. I think I'll read some inspirational. I'll read this. If I read it on the plane. It'll be more efficient. A better use of my time. <laughs> He's a magoo. Yep. <laughs> so I said it so much. I know. Before we watched it. I know. it's just so appropriate. It is. What else you got? Oh, I was going to say that Jim Carrey, they offered the role of Dr. Evil. Oh, yeah. In the first Awesome Powers movie to him, and he turned it down to do this one. And so it makes me wonder... How many people did they <laughs> offer the role of Dr. Evil to before they went, just, Mike Myers will just do everybody. <laughs> well, it's just, yeah. Because I thought that was the whole point, is that Mike Myers is playing, playing everybody, but to know that other people were offered this role. All of the parts. Yeah. yeah. That's so. funny. Well, and also, I just feel like you always hear about, oh, so-and-so may have played this part, but it was Mike Myers. Like that era of just like, well, Mike Myers will do it. Yeah. You Even know? in his own movie, where yeah. he's like, I guess I'll just be everyone. Bug it. No one wants to be in my movie. It's funnier this way. It is funny. It's very that's well, which is why I, like I thought Austin that Powers is very funny. That Sorry. was the point. I like the first one. Controversial opinion. They it's get fine. Extremely worse. Yes, as it goes on, but first one's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know Judd Apatow did a rewrite of the script, though he is not credited? No. 
Yeah, he, like, worked on the final, like, rewrite for it. That's fun. Yeah. Apparently, there was another movie I was reading about that I can't, can't remember which one it was. But it was, like, the Screenwriters Guild wouldn't allow him to take credit. So I don't know what, like, the rules are for you getting to put your name on things. I'm sure there are very specific rules. Yeah. For things like that. Which I never really thought about, but makes sense. Yeah, I've never looked into it. Yeah. That's. I always wonder when you see, you know, you look through an IMDb and there are, like, major people in a movie and it says uncredited. Yeah. It's like, what? But I recognized that person. Yeah. He's there. There he is. Right. I don't know what like credentials you have to meet to be able to be credited yeah why would you not credit somebody especially i mean it's one thing if they're like in the background and they're just in it and it's like oh don't even bother like whatever yeah. but i mean because like they have screenwriters guild screenwriters yeah. guild yeah i wonder if you have to be part of a is this a union job or not kind of thing huh you know if know, anybody knows look into it email us let yeah. us know i don't yeah i have no idea i don't know either i, I know, know that they have rules about being credited for things about your name, which is why Michael J. Fox is Michael J. Fox, because his name is just Michael Fox. Oh. But there was already a Michael Fox in the Screen Actors Guild, so he had to oh. pick a letter. Interesting. I used to know why he picked J, but I don't remember. But yeah, that's J not... for jumpin'. <laughs> Michael Jumpin' Fox. <laughs> yes. Yes. Probably. Um, the director, writer and director, Tom Shadyak, also wrote and directed Ace Ventura, The mm-hmm. Nutty Professor. Patch Adams and Bruce Almighty. Okay. That guy is prolific. Mm-hmm. Bruce Almighty is also very funny. Yes. And I can see the ties between the two because it's just both so silly. Yeah. Like, Steve Carell and Bruce Almighty, when he, like, can't talk right, or I can't remember the scene exactly, but it very much reminds me of when, when Fletcher Reed is trying to tell the other attorney what their case is going to be, and he's just like, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. That that scene is like, it's great and it's funny and I understand why they let it go on for as long as they do because. But it's like if I were the other attorney and client, I would have walked away five seconds like, into that. What are you doing? He just keeps going and they just stand there and, and let it and happen. Wait, yeah. and it's like uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe what? after this weird noise, he'll say something <laughs> succinct. And then the face he makes at the end, like yeah, <laughs> take that. And all I did was just make a bunch of noises. They're just like, okay, we're leaving now. So dumb. So good. I was like, I've seen that movie so many times and I still was like crying laughing at that part. Yeah. Because I have the sense of humor of like a six-year-old. Like, (laughs) someone's making funny noises. I'm going to cry about it. Somebody runs into something. Yeah. Those are... Right. This makes sense why this is one of your favorite movies. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, it, and it's not because of the premise of the movie. It's just because it's Jim Carrey. Yeah. Just Jim Carrey being dumb. They also, like, during the early stages of the script, he wasn't always necessarily a lawyer. He was, like, a politician. Yeah. Or... Real estate, I think, mm-hmm. permanent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I mean, it... you really could do anything as long as it's a job where you're, like, lying. Did you read about the Twilight Zone episode? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I haven't seen that one, though. I hadn't either. But it's about a uh, car salesman who is cursed by a car. Yeah, he buys a haunted car. Yeah, and the car, like, forces him to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. As long as it. you own the car, yeah, you have to tell the truth. Yeah. So he, he like, swindle, basically swindles this old man out of it, and the and old man's like, cursed. but it's haunted, and he's like, eh. Yeah. And then he, it, it, like, immediately goes back to, like, try He's trying to sell this couple, like, a lemon. Yeah. And he's almost got him to buy it, and then he immediately just, like, walks back to him and is like, don't buy it, it's gonna fall apart the second you drive it off the lot. And it's like, oh no. So. Damn. I don't know how he gets out of it. 
Probably sells the car. Probably. <laughs> to someone else who doesn't believe that it's haunted. But then he would have to... Yeah, I guess if they don't believe him, he's like, it's haunted. And they're like, okay, sure. Yeah. I I wanted to find more about the script writing just because, like, when you watch the bloopers at the end. Yeah. You know, and see how different some of the scenes are. It's like, how much of this was actually written down and how much of it was just like... Just let Jim Carrey go. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the scene in the elevator where he, like, messes up, like, I feel like that was all ad-libbed. The weird sounds he's making in the courtroom. Yeah. The... Where he makes the goose out of the driver's license. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> a goose! <laughs> so funny. Yeah, like, they're just like, do, just kind of riff on it. Like, here's the basic premise, and yeah. we'll, we'll put the best one in there. Yeah, like, they just gave him so much space mm-hmm. to do whatever. I think so, especially because in some of the, in some of the outtakes at the end where everybody claps, yeah. I think they're just kind of like, what's the silliest thing that you can, you know, how ridiculous can you make this scene? Yes. And, and it's really just for their entertainment and it was never intended to go in there in the first place. But. Yeah. And then sometimes they're like, well, that was good. I'll just keep that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I wondered that specifically about the line where he's like, no, your face won't stick that way. In fact, some people make yeah. it, you know, did he ad lib that or did someone else write that in for him? Or, right. You know, I just wonder about. I doubt you can rein him in very much. No. Like, you have to. And they had worked together before, so I think so they So he knew what he was getting knew. himself into. Yeah. Well, and even if they had it, those five movies that you just listed that had just come out be like, okay, yeah. these are, you got different directors, you got different people. This is just Jim Carrey, so if you hire him, this is what you're getting yes. into. Don't fight him. Just let him just do let it. Him, Obviously, yeah. he's making money doing it. Right. And um, he's gonna make you some money. Yeah, and not to go into, like, this isn't a Jim Carrey podcast, but this movie is, I just... I couldn't help it, you know? Like, I wanted to know more about the movie, and I just kept ending up learning more about Jim Carrey, but he grew up in Canada, very poor, Mm -hmm. and um, had to work. Like, he had a full-time job, even as, like, a middle schooler, high schooler. Dropped out of school on his 16th birthday so that he could work more. Yeah. And then his family ended up being homeless and living in a van for a while. Oh, wow. Altogether, yeah. But his dad would still take him to do, like, stand-up comedy. And he wasn't successful at first because, you know, nobody ever is. Right. And they, his family, you know, got a little better financially, got back in a house and stuff. And then he was more able to, like, do more work and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's just, like, he got the role on In Living Color. Mm-hmm. And that was from 90 to 94. Yeah. And then from 94 on, he's, he's just, just been, working. Like, every movie, and yeah. then he gets to get paid $20 million yeah. in 97 right. for Liar Liar, which is just, like, just wild to think about, you yeah. know? I just feel like you anymore very rarely hear a story like that, where somebody, like, truly rags to riches, like... <laughs> yes, from living in a van to getting paid $20 million. Yeah. Like I said, not a Jim Carrey podcast, but... I'm fine with it being a Jim just, Carrey podcast. The movie is just so... It's, yeah, it's 90% so Jim Carrey. Him, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, 2% just... Jennifer Tilly's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> In your bra. <laughs> I, I did have a note where I was talking about, like, he doesn't have to be so loud. And my next note says, Jennifer Tilly's boobs are loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's just out. Yes. Barely... And she looks great. Yeah. Barely contained by the yeah. Couch. upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> by that recliner that she cut up for that she's skinned a recliner <laughs> she's a big furniture hunter no. <laughs> anyway oh yes i love her she's wonderful yeah her character is hilarious yes 
Um, I have one last what the fuck fact. Okay. As Jim Carrey is leaving the court building, I think it's at the beginning, somebody says, hey Fletcher, how'd it go in there? And uh, he says, just another victory for the wrongfully accused. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Right at the beginning. And the guy goes, yeah, right. That guy is Chris Darden, the prosecutor of O.J. Simpson. Oh. Oh. It's a very tongue-in-cheek, like. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Just another victory for the wrongfully accused. Spicy. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, that was fresh. Yeah. That's, this came out in 97 and the trial was in 95. Yeah. Like, it had just happened. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's like actually the dude. (laughs) Damn. I know. I was like, okay. Dark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's insane. Anyway, that's my last note. Fair. I do have to ask. Yes. Legally, contractually. I'm ready. Did it make you cry? Yes. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, when he's just laying on that stretcher and he's just like, I love you and, you know, I... Yeah, and the part when Max says, but you're the only one who makes me feel bad. Yeah. That hurt my feelings, too. Yeah. But yeah, when he's, it just, he's so, it's so heartfelt. Yeah. Even though he's, like, acting. But it also, it's still kind of, I was like, there was, it was never in question whether or not he loved his son. Right. Even when he's, like, yelling about, I love my son. Hey, this honesty thing feels great. Like, we all, we've known the whole time that you loved your kid. Yeah. It's just. I think he's just understanding that it wasn't out of obligation. Yeah. Yeah. Because then he's on the phone with Audrey, and he's like, I really want to see Max. And yeah. then he's like, oh shit, I really do want to see Max. Well, and I guess it's the first nice things that he's said Yeah, that are... Okay, I, I read an interesting fan theory that I would kind of like to go through, even though I just want to hear your thoughts on it. Somebody said, do you think that Fletcher Reed could possibly predict the future mm. by trying to say things and seeing if he can say them? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because also, like, you know, you can ask him, like, is wrestling real? You know? And, like, yeah. he has to be honest. But I wonder if that is just, like, it's only, it can only be, like, his own knowledge that he has. Like, if he doesn't know, he just has to be honest and, and say, say, I don't I know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, one of the things that got brought up was when he's telling the judge, you know, he has to go to the bathroom because, like, you know, it might. Yeah. Well, and that was, um... I was thinking about that, too, because the judge says, is that true? And he says, it has to be. Because he was able to say it. But the way he phrased it is... He I said, have heard. Yeah, I have yes. heard. Which is, it is true that he did hear it. Yes. Yeah. So if he had just said, if he had said it as a fact and right. the judge said, is that true? He would have had to say, I don't know. Yes. Unless it was true. But he said, I've heard that. Yes. So it yeah. has to be. Yeah. <laughs> which is, I love that. I love that line. Just yeah. being like, has to be. <laughs> you know, because it just sounds like an offhand remark that, you know, you would make to somebody. But for him, it's just like, like literally, <laughs> you don't understand the scope. But if I said it, <laughs> it has to be true. Yep. But I, I I don't think, I know I just proposed this, but I don't think that he could do it to that extent. Because he says a bunch of things that he intends to be true. Like when he yes. tells Max, I will be there before you leave Right, and that wasn't Boston, true. He didn't, yeah. He ended up not being there, but yeah. because of things that had not yet happened. Right. So. Yeah, he was being truthful about his intention. Yes. Yeah. Which, like, like you pointed out, like, I think you're right. Like, he always intended to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was trying so hard. He just, I mean, the, yeah, there is the factor of, like, his lying does cause things to happen that then he is not present. Yeah. Sometimes. But then, in a fun twist, his inability to lie is what causes him to 
right. not be there when he said he was going to be there. Yeah. There is a time where he lies, like, flat out, though, when he shouldn't have been able to. When Greta is explaining to him when the burglar, like, crashed through her friend's yeah. skylight. Yeah. And she says, is that justice? And he says, I didn't understand the question. No, he's... Yeah, I guess so. It's just a little, like... No! I'd have got him ten. Yeah. Because he fully does understand the question. Yeah. He's just trying to avoid answering her. Right. Technically, he should not have been able to say yeah. that. That was the only one. But people had a bunch of, like, things that he... They're like, he shouldn't have been able to say that because it was a lie. But it's like, he's clearly being sarcastic. Right. He's not intending it as a, as a truth. Like, or it's some, like... Somebody got mad when he tells Jennifer Tilly, like, you can explain that to them when they've been adopted by the Manson family. Yeah. And it's like, well, it, one, he doesn't know that that's not going to happen. Right. And two. I mean, the Manson family is in jail by then, but that's fine. Yeah. Some of them were on the outside. You never know. By the Manson family. Right. He's yelling at the judge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Tilly is a terrible mother. She really is. Terrible person. And then her kids had to listen to the sex tape. Yeah. Ugh. Why did she even bring them for sympathy in the first place? Oh, right. <laughs> well, it's working. <laughs> I feel bad for them already. <laughs> the, like, blooper at the end when they have that conversation and then he has the little water pitcher that he makes talk and he's yeah. like, for this you will pay a terrible price. <laughs> God, hanging out with Jim Carrey would be so obnoxious. It would be. It would be fun. For f- ten minutes. Yeah. And then I'd be like, I need an ass. As long as you could, like, leave. Yeah. Can he, like, lift? I don't know. I mean, hopefully he can turn it off. I don't know. But, oof. Yeah. It would be. At least 90s Jim Carrey. Maybe he's calmed yeah. down. Yeah, toned down a little bit. But yeah. this one was fun, and I'm glad we did it. Me too. Yeah. I like it. And there were only a few jokes that I was like, ooh, can't tell that joke now. Like what? Uh, he says the R slur at one point. Yeah. When he's insulting everyone in the boardroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those, there were a couple of those insults that you're like, ooh, that. That's true. Um, there wasn't, I didn't feel like there were too many parts, though, where I was like, ooh, boy. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, I thought it, it was mostly okay. fine. Yeah. Yeah. There'd probably be a few rewrites, but you could probably still make that movie today. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, there'd just be a couple of jokes to be like, let's say something else. Yeah. Here. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that. Good movie. Good movie. We'll watch again. Absolutely. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. If you Dorks. have any suggestions, you can always email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on the Instagram at replayrewindpodcast. Mm-hmm. And we have a Tumblr. And we have a Tumblr, which I don't is know what's the same. On not much. I am not keeping up with it. I'll get there eventually. Meat wedges on Tumblr duty. Yeah, not doing great. You can listen to us on Stitcher, Google, Spotify. Yep. All those places. Pinecast. Yeah. You can you go can. to our website, which is want. linked in our Instagram. It is ugly. <laughs> That's fine. No one looks at websites. Nope. Websites are of the past. Yep. Who needs them? Yeah, that's about it. If you have any thoughts about this movie, let us know. If you have any, I asked a question in the middle and I don't remember what it was. So, oh, we were talking about Screen Artists Guild. If you have any information yeah. about that, tell us. Tell us. Tell everything. us what you know. Tell us everything you know. Tell us something not related to this movie. I don't care. Just say hi. <laughs> let us know that you're listening. Um, but yeah, that's about it. We'll All see right. you guys next week. Stay fresh. Reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 